Hi everyone, it is Marilyn Alori and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And this is a super special pod party, extremely special because everybody that's here with me today bought my book. I still don't remember the friggin' title. Guides, Mystical Connections to Soul Guides and Divine Teachers. Mystical Connections to Soul Guides and Divine Teachers. I used to be really bad at memorizing scripts too, as an actress. Um, and as a bonus, when they bought the, um, the book, they got a special pod party with me, which is what we're gonna be doing today. So I'm really excited and I wanna thank all of you for purchasing my book. And for those of you who haven't purchased my book, please do go to marilyndeloria.com forward slash book and purchase it. Um, and then I would love for everybody who's really liked it to leave a review on Amazon because it helps. So that would be nice. If you didn't like it, don't leave a review. <laughs> Let's just be honest there. <laughs> we want five stars and above to be happening, but I would really appreciate that. So what we're going to do today is um, I'm just going to jump into it because there's a lot going on. So as I'm recording this today with everyone on um, uh, July 19th is when I'm recording it. I spent a lot of hours today at um, the rehab vet to see if my um, dog could get rehab. And the last time I was there, and I know Spirit wants me to share this for a reason. The last time I was there, um, Mike is like over a hundred pounds and he's very vocal and he's a big baby. And you can't just dive into him. You have to like pet him and tell him he's great. And then he gets on his belly because he was children's hospital pet therapy dog too. So I taught him how to lie down and get touched and everything. And the last time we were there, it was a shit show. It was just really bad. Like it did not work. I had Venus in the room with me. I was a nervous wreck. He picks up my energy and the doctor and he, they just were not getting along. And um, so today before I went, I prayed to St. Francis and I just said, just let everything go okay, you know? And I surrendered. And this is what we're talking about in the SAS experience, surrendering. And we're gonna talk a bit about that today, but you guys are gonna do a lot of experiential stuff today. Today's gonna be a real teaching day. And um, I went in there and sat in the parking lot and he did great. He did great. They said, he talks a lot. I'm like, yeah, he does. Um, but he did great. And we're going to be able to start hydrotherapy. I love this though. They don't have enough technicians. So I had a like, I could only get a certain amount of times on the schedule, but I don't care. We're going to start hydrotherapy and they feel he's doing well and I'm super happy. So today's a good day. But St. Francis, how many of you were raised in a religion with angels or saints or um, some type of, you know, maybe it wasn't even, um, they're all religions, I guess, if, if it's Buddhism or um, Hinduism and all of them, where you raised with some type of uh, belief system in a higher, uh, not even God, but like other disciples. How many of you? You can put it in chat or you could just say, me, me, yeah, they're raising their hands. Do you, now let's do this. I didn't know I was going to do this. I never know what I'm going to do. They've already told me that we're going to play a lot with like stuff in the book and everything, but I want you to have a real, real experience today with a guide. So do you remember the one person that you resonated with as a child? And if you were raised with no religion, that's fine, Linda, because when I work with, like when I used to work with parents of kids who were struggling with um, feeling things, I would, um, I would say to the parent, are you religious? Are you spiritual? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, that's totally fine. Do they have an icon that they relate to? Like, I, didn't, I don't know what today's hot things are. So I'd always be like Spider-Man or it doesn't really matter. It's something that offered you a sense of power, a sense of safety. 
But I want us all to pull in something that they can think of, even if it was a pet. I want you to think of something from your childhood that you really kind of called upon when you were younger. And if you can't think of one, that's totally fine. But I want to hear from everybody here. Um, if you have one, if you don't. So Ayanise said, Virgin of Guadalupe. Deb said, God. But I'd like you to pull something that's more, more had a physical energy in the, in the, in the three-dimensional world. More like Blessed Mother or Spider-Man or um, St. Francis or, you know, one of those. If you could do that, Deb, it'd be really great for me. Thank you. Guardian Angel, my Guardian Angel. As long, so what I'm trying to do, so for those of you who kind of have an abstract, and a God's abstract, and my Guardian Angel, I want you to think of the next closest thing. Maybe it was a teacher you had. Maybe it was a guidance counselor. Maybe it was a best friend that helped you with, to feel safe. But I want something that made you feel safe. Crows are great, Audrey. That's totally great. Pauline said, Mother Mary. Mine was like, um, even though I had angels and things you couldn't possibly name, it was definitely Blessed Mother. I had, I slept with scapulars. It was Jesus. It was definitely the saints was big for me. I'm, I'm named after, uh, my middle name is Judith. So I'm named after St. Jude. So there's definitely like big things for me right now. It's St. Therese is a big one for me. So I'd like you to kind of come with one because there's a reason why we're going to do this today. So does anybody struggling to find one? If you're struggling, tell me in the chat if you're struggling to find one. <laughs> Deb's going to give me a hard time. She's just like internal dialogue with feeling God's spirit. That's it. Leave me alone, Marilyn. Okay, Deb, you can work with that. I really would like it to be something. I want to show you relationship. I want to show you relationship and how important that is. So if you want to use God, it's fine. Um, you know me, Deb, I'm not going to tell you, you can't do it. So you, if, if that's what you're being called to do, you can do it. That's okay. Use God, honey. That's what you're supposed to do. She's like, I can't think of one. Leave me alone. Marilyn St. Valentine is coming in. Beautiful, Amy say. Deb, you're not doing it wrong. That's great. It always felt like it was God. Love it. Stay with it. It's okay. You know how I work. I meet you where you're at. Okay. What we're going to do is create a relationship with your guides. I'm going to play secret questions, which I haven't done in a really long time. And you're going to go on this journey with me. Okay. The first thing, if everybody has a pen and paper, I'd like you to get a pen and paper. I'd like you to use your computer. It doesn't matter what you use but I'm gonna show you how to read for yourself. So I'm gonna go into a little storytelling right now for a second. And, um, and then we're gonna go into this so you can grab your paper or pen. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, you could do it if you're walking, you could do it out loud. It's just a lot of times when you go into this work, you think you're gonna remember things, but you don't. Because it comes from such a beautiful place of spirit, unconsciousness, wisdom, your soul, that we don't, like we, we think we get it, we remember it. We're like, oh yeah, that's totally cool. And then when you go to remember it, it goes away. It's like, a, it's like that bubble, that beautiful smoke bubble is just gone. So that's why I usually want people to write it down. It's usually better or, or talk about it in your phone. You could audio record too. Okay, so what I've noticed in the world today, and I'd like to know what you guys think too. Um, can't think of one except maybe I want to help people out because there'll be people listening, Kitty, too, that won't be able to accept maybe Jesus. Pick Jesus for now, Kitty, just for the sake of the exercise. But that's good. So if anybody who's listening to the podcast is struggling, think about a teacher that acknowledged you 
even if they weren't like, you didn't, I don't want gurus. Like I'm not asking you to find a guru in your life because if it's a guru, you're going to have a hard time hearing what they have to say because right away you put them on a platform that doesn't allow you to have a relationship that is on playing field, on level ground. As much as I like revere and love Jesus and Blessed Mother and St. Therese, I still feel like they're one of, they're like me. And I still feel like I can communicate with them because I feel their humanness. And that might sound crazy because Jesus is like, people might be like, how dare you say that? And I'll be like, well, if you think, how dare I say that, then you probably shouldn't listen to my podcast because I don't believe that any of us, and Jesus wouldn't either, in my opinion, believe that we're on, some people are better than others. There's just different stages of consciousness. So just pick one and you can't get it right or wrong. I just wanna say something. I've been watching what's going on in, in the world in terms of coaches and mentors and teachers and people selling product. And I've noticed that the thing that I feel is missing how many of you, some of you in my programs have bought, bought products in the hopes to be healed in a certain way or have results that were going to be, make you more money or help you to have a career or, um, and it could even be one of my products, help you to uh, find your love or help you to get out of debt. How many of you have bought products like that? I have. Yeah. What I think, it's not that those products aren't good. What I've noticed is missing is somebody can show you how to do something, but if you're not really intimate with your own heart and soul, your own needs, your own wishes, your own subconscious thoughts that may be plaguing you or getting in the way, your own um, conditioning, your own stories, if you're not having a really incredible multi-dimensional dialogue with yourself and you're looking at a product to answer all your questions in a specific area or, or maybe all of the above, the product's gonna miss what it needs to do. And I think the thing that we need to do, and if I'm not making sense, I want somebody to tell me I'm not making sense. The thing that we all need to do is get super intimate with ourselves and having conversations with ourselves and understanding our own being in this world, no matter what is happening to us. And then the product, whatever you purchase works because you are in co-creation with the product. You're in co-creation, thank you, with the experience of what you're doing. So I'm gonna go to Ayunise in a second, but before I do, what I'm trying to explain is, and my eyes are shut just because I'm really getting deep into them. I'm trying to put it into words where they're giving me in a claircognizant way, which is a deep knowing it's just drops in. And it's something I've been experiencing over the past weeks. And I've been experiencing it in my own life in how I do my life and how I'm teaching. And I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a product that you resonate with. But when somebody comes out and says, this is gonna heal all of this, or this is gonna garner these results, I don't know that they necessarily can say that if you're not communicating with yourself and really meeting the product and having an incredible experience with it in your life. So in other words, I recently bought a product that fell really flat for me. And it put me through a really big learning experience because I went against my intuition. 
And I had to have a really great conversation with myself as to why it fell flat. What was it about? Was it the product itself or was it me not needing it? And then I bought product that has been phenomenal and it was digital. And I did it, I, I had it for like a year before I sat down and did it and it really worked for me. And what I'm noticing with everything I apply, whether it's a book, whether it's a teacher I listen to, whether it's um, anything, a coach, I'm, I'm working with a new therapist starting Thursday, we'll see how that goes. If I'm not having an intimate conversation with myself, that is not going none of that is gonna work for me. I wanna know, it, does this make sense? Or am I confusing anyone? Does it make sense? Okay. Aonise, I want you to repeat in a summarized way because I wanna get into the work and Aonise knows that she can talk. <laughs> She's like me, but I want you to try to repeat in a summarized way what this meant to you. And I'd like, to, I'd like somebody else to volunteer too because my perspective isn't the perspective for everyone. So that's what I love about this book. It's got stories in the middle that get you to relate to things. So if somebody else wants to share what they understood this to mean, it's gonna help people that are listening to hear other perspectives. So Amy, say you go first, honey. Yes, tarot cards would count. All of it would count. So great. Marianne, did you want to volunteer? Were you the next one? Okay, go ahead, Amy, say. So what I heard um, from what you were saying is, I mean, we all come and we all buy material because we think that it's going to impact our lives at that very moment in time. But then we get in our way. We, our mind chatter gets in our way and our mind chatter starts saying like, oh, well, I got to go feed the dog and I have to go, you know, clean the cat box. And then I have to go um, make food for my husband. And, and then all of a sudden, all these things, you know, take the place of our dream of like actually taking on that coursework and, and life gets like in a messed up ball. And it's not until we read, we are ready to actually engage a program that we buy and we purchase that we can actually make a difference within ourselves because we ourselves have to be prepared to take on that material. And that's where it falls flat. If we're not ready to receive that message, then it's gonna, then we're like, what the hell did I buy? What, what, what was this? And then we get angry. Cause that's what I've done. I've done in the past. Like I've gotten, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. And then I'm like, what the heck? What? I'm not, but I wasn't ready to receive the message. And it's a constant work in progress of retraining your brain is like, hey, what am I going? What am I feeling through right now? And this I've learned through you because if I'm not in touch with my inner self, with my heart, then yeah, everything's gonna fall flat because I'm not willing to accept the message. I'm not willing to do the work and I'm not willing to show it for myself. I love that. Okay, I love everything she said and I love how you said it and you took a different perspective of it, which was perfect. It actually was perfect. And what I wanna add to this is also buying a product and then, and I'm, I'm saying this because there's a reason I've noticed people struggle with investing in themselves and I'm not doing a sales pitch to you guys. I'm really trying to teach you a way to go out in the world and be a leader in the world in what you do and choose what you're going to purchase, choose what you're going to participate in, and then also take responsibility for your participation in it. But sometimes you will buy something and it will fall short, whether you do the product or you do the product, you do it, you're not happy with it. That's also a learning lesson for yourself. Oh, wait, this coach didn't really deliver what she promised to deliver. Or maybe I didn't understand it. And then, or look at me, I'm distracting myself and I'm not sitting down and doing this product and nothing is changing in my life. So I love what you said, Ayumi, say thank you. All right, Marianne's next and then we're gonna move into the work. 
Well, yeah, so I had a complete aha moment as you were talking around this, and it was basically um, when you said to, you know, kind of tap into your inner knowing and bring that to the course. And it, it, what came up for me around that is that um, you have to be in alignment with it. And so if you buy a course and you're not in alignment with it, you're going to feel like it's a waste or it's not serving you. And it was kind of this aha moment of almost any course I invest in or anything I do, if I, you know, integrate that aspect um, with myself, that I will get the value that I need. And also that the level of value could be very different. So if I'm struggling with it, I think that, you know, it, it just gave me this complete new perception, because if I'm struggling with the course of the book or whatever it is, then I feel like that would be bringing something up for me to see. If I'm kind of really just going with the flow and getting a lot out of it, then, you know, it's something that's really resonating with me. But, but I think the biggest piece was almost that um, I could make that program or that course or that book deliver to me what I need by tapping into that internal knowing and connecting the two. I think that was the real kind of nut of it that I, I can't quite put words on it, but I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. I love that. No, I understand that completely. And I understand the not being able to put words from it because you just gave me a clear piece and I'm going to say one sentence and then we're going to move on. So thank you so much, Marianne. I think what I'm trying to teach that I couldn't put words in it is that there's nothing outside of you that is the answer. Everything is inside of you. And I couldn't find that with, and that's why I needed Aonise and Marianne to reflect back to me what I was saying. And this is actually a very great teaching tool, by the way. I think it was Todd Herman I learned who did it, where he would say something and teach something and then make you turn around to the person next to you and repeat what he said. Because I'd be sitting there listening, going, oh, yeah, that's right. That's great. That's great. And then he'd be like, okay, turn around. I think it was him and say, and we'd say, repeat it. And I couldn't repeat it. I couldn't put it in my own words. And so hearing this back from you guys, it helps us to make it our own, decide what we like and don't like, and also start recognizing that there's nothing outside of you that is the full-on cure. Everything's a piece. And it's what you do with those pieces of the puzzle that help you to become whole. And that's what's important to me. And Marianne's, you know, and Aonise and Polly, like all of these people in my Andashka, a lot of people I know from my own programs, they are teachers, they are readers, they are mediums, they are, they do all different things, healers. And I want to share this with the people who also want to grow a business because I want to release you from the, oh my goodness, they have to heal or they have to have this or they have to have that. And that gets in the way. How many of us, how many people want to be healers? And they feel like they can't be a healer because if they can't heal the person, then they're going to be a failure. But that's not true. So I want to help you to release. There's something they're asking me to help you to release. And what it is, is taking full on responsibility for who you are, where you are at any given time. Nothing outside of you is the full on answer, but it can be the technique and or tool that helps you to tap into the wisdom inside your heart and soul. Does that make sense? Okay. Lisa, does that make sense to you, honey? Okay. All right. So we're going to play a game and then we'll have more Q&A at the end. I want you guys to think about like a question you may have where somebody outside of you, you think has the answer. Okay. So it could be, what do I need to do to buy the house in my dreams? Or try to not do a yes or no answer because sometimes the, the answer that you lose the information in the answer. 
So if you have like, will I move, which is a yes or no, what do I need to know to move? What do I need to do for myself to move? But I want you guys to really ask a heartfelt question. I want it to be something that has impact, attachment, and value. So you're attached to it. Like, I really want to know this. Okay, write down that question. I think I'm going to play along. Um, and you can't get it right or wrong. It's just going to be a part of a process. I'm so glad, Lisa. She says, I do it with my students. Linda says, that's how I feel. Everything's inside. Woohoo! we're all in good company. Kitty says, it makes sense. Okay, good. Now pick that guide that you want to work with. And if one of, if your guide is abstract, <laughs> like Debbie's, um, it's okay. Just try to pick a color or a shape so that that guide can be represented by something in the physical world. So if it's like the God inside of you, Deb, if you can do this, if not, Deb, just do what you need to do, honey. But for anybody who's got like, it's an angel when I was younger and then try to pick like a color and a shape of what they would look like or a representation of the physical world. So it could be a redwood tree or it could be an owl. It's just, they don't have to be, it's just something so I can create relationship with that particular object. That's what I'm looking to do, help you to create relationship. Does anybody have questions right now? Because if they do, before I move on, I wanna make sure you get the full on experience of this. Purple and gold angel, beautiful. Okay, nobody has questions. You can just unmute yourself and ask me if you have questions too. Okay, great. All right, close your eyes. Do a big, and if you wanna close, uh, turn off your camera, you can. Do a big stretch, really stretch. And when you stretch, you may wanna just see what I'm doing. It's a yoga thing. It's like, you know, as if you had a block between um, your shoulder blades when you do the heart opening stretch, which means that you're really like taking your arms and your hands and you're putting them behind you and you're really opening up you're closing your shoulder blades. I'm a horrible certified yoga teacher. I would never, I'm not giving the right instructions, but you're opening up your heart. And do that a couple of times, just like moving your, if you can move your bottom body if you're walking. It's almost like being a starfish, but you're basically opening up your heart to receive guidance. And this is why like, I love yoga and I love moving. And if you don't move, it's really good to get into some type of movement because when you move the energy in your body, you open up space for answers and solutions to come through. Now breathe into your heart. Feel the energy of your own love, what that feels like to you. Like you've just opened up your heart and you have love for yourself and you are the thing that counts most in this world. You are the most important thing. And you're going to communicate with this guide and this guide feels, I don't care who this guide is, I don't care if it's Jesus who's got, is loved by millions or not billions, I don't know. They have all their love is just directed towards you. So I just want you to open up your heart and feel that. Now just anchor in your breath and anchor it into the part of you that is holding the wisdom for today. So what that means to me is usually there's a spot in my body 
that it's just like, it could be a lit candle, it could be a light bulb. Right now it's just showing itself as like um, a, a ring in the ground that you pick up and there's like this hidden chamber underneath it. It could be anything, but it is the spot that I'm very focused on inside my physical body that holds the answers to the questions I have for today, especially the question I wrote. So just breathe into that spot in your body. If you don't know where it is, just pick a spot. People complicate it. Don't complicate it. I pick my belly button. That's it. It's in my belly button, Marilyn. I got it. Wherever it is. Now breathe into that. Now light is pouring out of this. And it's almost pouring, pouring out like a V shape. Like an upside down pyramid. Like the point is where that energy, that wisdom is. And then it gets wider outside your body. And it starts connecting into this spiral of energy. And it becomes like, almost like a spiraled cord. And it connects to your guide, the one that you chose to do this work with today. So that cord is now connecting you to your guide and to yourself and to that wisdom inside of you. That guide is tickling that energy to come alive. Now I want that guide to stand in one specific place. And if they, Lana already chose it, but if they didn't choose it, you choose it. And if it's inside your body, it's really okay. I work for, I work with everything outside my body with guides but there's really no wrong or right. So if the guide is in your heart and it's connected to your the place in the wisdom, which is in your belly button, that's fine. Just follow my direction, follow my voice. My voice knows more than what my words know. So in other words, whether you understand my words or not, spirit says, do not worry about it because what is in the vibration of the sound and in the words is all you need to know so you can connect to that too. Breathe with your guide in that cord, it becomes an umbilical cord of light. You're sending your guide breath. And as you inhale, your guide is sending you breath. And as you exhale, you're sending them breath. And I'll get quiet in a second where you can have your own couple of rounds. But what I want you to acknowledge is you're on level playing field. This guide is here to walk with you on this journey. This guide loves you unconditionally. This guide is down to your level so that you could hear the information they have to share. Breathe. Hmm. Now your guide has one word for you today and just make note of that word. And if you need to open up your eyes and write and then close your eyes, by all means, you're not gonna break the connection, do that. One word for you today. Breathe into it and feel it.
your guide wants you to know something about yourself that is really a compliment right now. They want you to know something magnificent right now about you. Receive it, take it in. Now your guide is walking you out into a place of nature. And if you have trouble seeing, do not worry about it. You can actually choose a place in nature that you love and visualize that. You can make it up. That's the best way to do it. So, so with me, I get images and visions right away. A lot of people do, but not everybody does. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. It means you have another gift they're highlighting. So they're asking you to trust your power for you to choose. They're asking you to trust hearing or trust a memory or an imaginative thing, you know? So you can't get it wrong. So just pick a place in nature. And there's a body of water nearby. And there's something floating in the water that your guide wants you to see. What is it? And why are they showing you this? Now, again, remember, imagination is your magic. Continue to use it. Now, the next thing they're taking you to is a tree or a plant or something nearby that is like that kind of nature, a plant, tree, leaf. And I just want you to notice it. Notice the light, how it, if it's lit up or how the light is responding to it, how the light is bouncing off of it. What does the light feel like? Now this item in nature is whispering a wish in your ear, whispering a wish in your ear. And some of you may be confused by that. Good, stay in the confusion. Whispering a wish, and it's a wish for you, a wish in your ear. Now an animal appears Notice how you feel about the animal. And then notice the character trait, one character trait of this animal. It's courageous, it's brave, it's sweet, it's shy. One character trait of this animal. Now there's another animal that appears. This animal reminds you of somebody famous, somebody you admire, somebody who has lived a courageous experience. Just notice who it is. 
Now notice where your guide is in this experience with you. Breathe with them again to regain that connection. And they're gonna give you a number from zero to 22. Take a number. Okay, now just breathe into your being. Remember that, um, that place where your wisdom for today exists. See if something new has appeared there. Notice your guide, just thank your guide for the experience. And ask your guide now, what is something you can do or something you can read or something you need to believe in in order to make this dream come true, this, in order to answer this question, this question that you started out with, what is something that they can offer up to you? They may give you the answer offer up to you in order to make this, to give you an answer or a part of an answer to the question that you asked. And I really want you to just trust what comes in. Now breathe into your being. And I want you to write your name all over your body inside, just see your name being written, owning your being, owning your power, owning your incredible gifts, owning everything you are. And with that, I would love for you to invite in surrender. And we're working in surrender right now in the SAS pillar system, and I'm just gonna talk about it briefly. Surrender to me is when we really trust spirit to help guide us. Doesn't mean we give up and sit on the couch and wait for spirit to knock on the door. It means that we allow our dreams to come to life. We, we ask the universe about them. We engage in them. We study things about it. We learn about ourselves. We walk on the journey, but we surrender to the end results because we recognize that what spirit has for us is so much greater than we can imagine. That the journey is not to be missed. And through surrender, the journey becomes more magical. Things pop up that you wouldn't expect. Experiences happen, opportunities, people, partnerships. So I want you to allow yourself to embrace surrender in this question. And I want you to trust that within probably the next seven days, you're, if you engage with your guides, and what I mean by engage is just even talking to them, just taking, taking the blinders off, recognizing what's around you, you will have, if, if you don't have the whole answer, you'll have part of the answer. Surrender to that. And then when you're ready, open your eyes. Now I'm gonna go through the questions. I'm gonna put them in the chat. I want you to take pen or paper because I did do secret questions. The first thing was the word. What was the word that you got? Okay, so I'm putting my prompt in here. The word is to hold on to this word for the next 24 hours and breathe it. Excuse my writing, it's very hard for me to write when I'm doing this work. Breathe into it and breathe it into everything you do. Hold on to this word for the next 24 hours and breathe into it and breathe it into everything you do. So my word was forgiveness. 
because I picked Jesus. So his, his word was forgiveness, which was a really good word. So I would just breathe in. I don't need to, he's not telling me, forgive this, forgive that. He's just saying, breathe in the energy of forgiveness. What does it feel like to breathe? Try it right now. You've got love, you got trust, you got surrender, you got different words. What does it feel like to just breathe in the energy of that word? Because that word has a dynamic energetic for you purposely for you like my word wasn't love so breathing in love right now for this moment for my question would not have the same energetic significance that the word forgiveness has and when I breathe in forgiveness it's so palpable it's so strong it's like wow and it's not like I'm in forgiveness I'm like man I gotta try that word on to size I gotta tell you and then tomorrow for the next 24 hours when something comes up Breathe that word into it. Send breath. And so you are answering an email. Even if it's an email, send that word into that email. Send that word into that conversation. Going to the grocery store at the checkout line. Breathe that word into the person. It's really going to be quite, I've never done this before, so but it feels really magical and great. If you don't agree, you're allowed to not agree. Now, um, don't remember if it was your guide or it was the word, but the, no, it was your guide. Your guide said something complimentary to you, complimentary to you. <laughs> Dashka, I don't want to disturb your crocheting there. <laughs> your needle, your, your knitting. <laughs> um, I actually think it's pretty cool that you're doing that. So I put 24 hours, couldn't get complimentary word. That's great, Linda. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Just pick one, honey. Just pick a word. Even knowing what it is, it's not gonna matter. You can't get it wrong or right. Tell me what word you pick. Did you wanna say something, Dashka? Go ahead. <laughs> Is it same as what the message they gave us, the like the wish for us, or is that different, separate? That was different. Okay. So my complimentary thing was, you are beautiful. That's what Jesus said to me. So if you can't remember, this is what I'm talking about. We can't remember, right? But this is one of the best things I learned in dream work. You're not allowed to say, I don't remember. You just pick something because it's perfect in the moment. Dashka knows this work. Thank so just you. pick something right now. Okay, so this is the prompt you're going to get. Just bear with me. Everybody who's listening on the podcast, go sniff something. Take a glass of water. As I'm writing this all in, you must feel it. Okay, so what you have to do with that feeling, like Jesus saying, I am beautiful. You have to feel it all day and remind yourself that you are that thing for 24 hours. Imagine just taking those two things and engaging it for 24 hours, how your life would be different. Like, I would love to know what you think. Like your life would be, if I was going around just breathing forgiveness into things and breathing forgiveness into myself, and then I was reminding myself that I'm beautiful, and I mean beautiful from the inside out and the outside in, I know my day is going to be better. I know I'm going to have a different experience. Okay. Magnificent at helping students. Sharon, I love that. Beautiful. Audrey, great word. Peaceful. Beautiful. Okay, the next one was nature. You picked a place in nature. So the place is a safe place for you right now and it's magical there. 
So at any point in your day, especially in the next 24 hours, I usually do like they want this for the next 24 hours. If at some point you get anxious or you get scared or you get stressed out, close your eyes and picture that place. These are the tools and techniques that will shift you into an, an uber consciousness, into a better place of reacting, a better place of living. What I'm trying to get people out of, and this goes for myself too, you know, it, and I've gotten out of this quite a bit, and I think that's why I'm teaching it so much now, is out of that reactionary old story trigger place into responding to the world in an entirely different place of trust and surrender and love then my existence ends up changing completely. Meadows in the forest, these are beautiful. I was, it was drawing my son made for me. I stepped into a beautiful Marianne forest full of very tall trees, beautiful, great job. Okay, then the next thing was uh, body of water, something floating in the body of water. And Audrey, if you missed all of this, you could just think about it now, right? Because your internet connection, it's great. You can just answer this now something floating in the body of water. And why they were showing that to you. <laughs> Go with the flow, rock with a white feather. I love that, Lisa. <laughs> okay, yeah, the bird comes after, Bob, I think. Oh, maybe the bird was before, but I'm gonna get to the bird. Oh no, it wasn't a bird. Oh, Bob, we had a psychic moment. Did we have a psychic moment? This is what happens when I do secret questions. I don't think I asked about the bird. Did I ask about the bird? I was going to and I decided not to. I did? All right, great. I'll do that in a second. I'll do that in a second. Body of water, something floating in it. Why was it floating? This is what, what you need to release what you need in order to release, what you need in order to release, what you need in order to release. So my floating was a stick and it was just kind of going with the flow, just going with the flow. She said, ride the tide, but Dashka got, I saw a bird on top of driftwood floating down the river. She said, because ride the tide, great. Okay, I did get a bird. I did get a color. I did get why but I did not get a secret question with that one. So when you got a bird and you got a color, why did you get that? Just give that to me. Give Some of you can give that to me. Sorry, when I do secret questions, sometimes it gets a little pecocked. Okay, I'm gonna move on because I don't remember why I said bird. So the next thing was something in nature and the light that was on it and it whispered something in your ear, a wish. Something in nature, light around it or on it. And it whispered something in your ear. What did it whisper? I wanna see a couple first before I give you the secret question. Follow your own journey, Audrey said. Give me some more. Apple tree told me to eat more apples. I couldn't get the wish. Then eat more apples. Eat more apples or go meditate on an apple. This is really good, Linda. I love that you're like sharing this because it allows me to work with you further. So there's something in, think about the story of an apple. The apple, the um, Snow White bit the apple and then she went to sleep. 
um, give a teacher an apple for you know noticing their good work. The doctor would say an apple a day. I don't know what it kept away, kept the illness away. I can't remember the saying. So think about what apples mean to you. Like I used to love putting green apples in juices when I used to juice a lot because they sweetened it up. What do apples mean to you, Linda? I like apples a lot, actually. I think I'm gonna enjoy living in Washington and having apples, right, Dashka? <laughs> Lilac, go on. Okay, so the secret question is, secret statement, ready for it? This is your truth now. This is your truth now. So um, Lisa said, beautiful red jungle flower, wasn't sure what it was telling me. What do you think it would tell you? Knowing that this was your truth now, try to guess, try to guess. This one was a big one with a lot of secret stuff in here. This is your truth now. You are beautiful the way you are. Love it. Own it. Remember everything. We're going to own all of this for the next 24 hours. Beautiful, Lisa. Great job. Okay, an animal appeared. And that animal, you had to feel, how did you feel about it? And what was the character trait? It had. So give me some answers before I give you the secret question. And Bob, if I've got this wrong, let me know. Somebody was paying attention. Wolf, strength, dog, loyal, loving, bunny, freedom. I love it. Owl, calm. Oh, I want to hear it. Horse, strong, Bob said. Wolf, leader, Pauline. Oh, you ready for the secret question? You have to possess this trait to move forward. You have to, so Sharon has to feel happy. Um, Pauline, I love this one for you. You have to possess leadership skills, which you already do, but you have to look at where you do and where you don't. Um, Bob, you have to be, where are you being strong and where are you not being strong? It's not about judging yourself. It's about bringing the energy to it. So if there's an area, like I know Pauline so well, and, and if there's an area, Pauline, where you're not being a leader, I'm learning this in my business right now. I really wasn't being a leader. So that's uncomfortable, right? So I would have to bring that um, animal, that wolf with me into a meeting with my team to feel what it feels like to be a leader. So it's so good, so good. Oh, wolf was strength and Audrey. I don't remember what you had, Pauline. Who was your, your Alex? Yours was a wolf too, great, beautiful. Okay, elephant never forgets. Claudia, you're not allowed to forget. I would say that's probably about storytelling for you, Claudia. There's probably a lot of storytelling gene in you. And I would want you to play with storytelling. Memories, how to share stories. I just feel that for you. Okay, so then another animal appeared. Another animal appeared. And it reminded you of a famous person. Who was it? So Lisa got bird, Oprah, Audrey got owl, Joan of Arc. Uh, Pauline got owl. I think you two are getting similar things. Oprah, elk, very regal, but didn't remind me of anyone. Pick one now, Linda, to play the game. Pick a celebrity or someone famous, but someone that you like and admire. Because I got Elizabeth Taylor and I was like, really? 
weird dear uh, Wayne Dyer. He comes, he comes to me. And I didn't really resonate with him when he was alive. It's so interesting. I love him. Rin Tin Tin, Caesar. I love that. <laughs> Simba, Simba the Lion. Okay, but why, Claudia? Like Simba the Lion, what character trait? What do you love about them? Think about that now. I didn't ask that necessarily then. Okay. You can have what they have. That famous, that animal representing the famous person, you can have what they have. So uh, Jimmy Buffett, what does Jimmy Buffett have, Kitty, that you can have? He sings fun songs. Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci. Linda, that's a big one. What, what does Leonardo da Vinci have that you can have? Nelson Mandela, beautiful one. What does he have or had that you can have? What do you think it is? Write it down. Tell me right now what you think it is. Loud and fierce when needed protection for others. Beautiful, Claudia. Patience and joy, Deb says. Lisa says voice. Beautiful. Now think about, before I give you the very last answer, think about your question, right? And think about what we went through. We went through a word. You can summarize this right now. I'm going to teach you how to summarize a reading before I give you the very last one, which is the, uh, the zero to 22. Think about everything you got and write it down in like a little bit of a paragraph form and work on answering your own question. So if the word, and I'll give you an example. If the word, mine word was forgiveness, you are beautiful. Um, I saw the place in nature. It's actually where I saw the light where my, when my dad was passing, but it's a beautiful place that just makes me feel very at peace. The stick flowing on the water. It's like, just release it, just let it go, let it flow. Um, I didn't have a wish, I don't think, um, but the tree, I could see the tree and a lot of spirits actually appear in this tree for me. So it's about my magic. Like it's a very magical place in this forest where I see a lot of things. The animal appeared, um, I wasn't playing at this point, but we'll just take what I've got. So my question was about a difficult decision I made where I basically told somebody no, and they kept fighting back. And I kept saying, nope, not doing it. I'm taking care of myself, take care of myself. And I was going against some rules actually, and really standing in my power. So my summary would be like, forgive yourself for, first of all, getting yourself in this situation, but also forgive the person for how they're reacting. Remember that you're beautiful no matter what happens, even if they don't agree with your response. Know that you can just go with the flow and learn from it. There's always magic in everything you do, even in the uncomfortable energy of this experience. Elizabeth Taylor, she walked with beauty and grace. I don't know a lot about her. She was very famous. I know that she had a lot of husbands. So I would imagine that what that's telling me is that Elizabeth Taylor, whole, her whole life was out for people to see and there was failure and success, failure and success and that never stopped her. So just know that everything is forgiven and everything is okay. So do a summary right now for yourselves in answer to your question. And if you're new to me, the question doesn't necessarily get answered in the moment. There's a dot, dot, dot technique. So I'd love for you to write it down but the dot, dot, dot technique is basically, you don't put a period after anything spirit says, there's always more. There's always more. That's the easiest way to explain it. All right. For those of you who know how to play, I know Dashka is busy knitting. So I'm going to let her knit because I really like that she's doing that. I feel like it's really good for you.
Um, so Linda said, I need to cherish moments in my life. This makes a lot of sense because I have trouble enjoying things because I know everything ends, maybe afraid to feel so much. Beautiful, Linda. Great work. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful answer. And Linda, guess what? You got that on your own. I didn't help you. I helped you with a guided meditation and kind of secret questions that got a little messy, but you got that answer on your own. Audrey said, I need to step into my strength and be fearless and speak my voice. Remember to breathe. Beautiful, Audrey. Beautiful. How do you guys, those of you who have answered, how do you guys feel about the summary you got on a scale from one to 10, one being, I don't believe this at all. 10 being, I believe it. I'm not going to judge any of the answers. Where are you on the scale of one to 10 of believing the truth of this statement? Deb says 10, Linda says 10, Audrey says 10. Okay. Great. All right. Everybody, I'm going to give you a minute, but I want to give you the last part. Bye, Marianne. She had to go for a meeting. Okay. So the very last part, and my, my soul stars know this, zero to 22, which number did you get? Write it in the thing below. Okay. 44, but pick 16. Well, you could also pick four or eight or 16. 18, five, 19, nine. Okay, great. 22, then 12 chimes in. <laughs> 17, the star breaks down to the fool and chariot. <laughs> Amy, say knows the trick. So the zero to 22 represents a card in the major arcana in the tarot deck. Um, I use the right of weight, but any card deck that actually follows the major arcana, 22 major arcana, and I think it's 56 minor arcana, 58, 56, I think. So it represents the 22 major arcana. Whatever number you got, I want you to read about that card. The answer lies in the card. The answer lies in the card. So like Eunice got 17, which is the star card. It's, I don't know what Eunice's question is, but I know the star card really well. And I know Eunice, and I would say Eunice, this is about really taking your foot out of the water and really taking the journey and deciding that no matter what, this is your journey. So I know a couple of things that you're working on in your life. And I feel like the star card is inviting you to just get on the path. I know you're on your path, honey. You know what I'm talking about, about bigger and greater things that we've been discussing. And it's about really just owning that everything you've decided on, especially the two biggest things, that you're on that path, you're doing it. And you don't have to wait for anybody or anything. You just make the decision to go. And everything is just going to go with you. Your whole, All your stars are going to light up. And the ways in which to make those dreams happen through the seven chakras you're going to get the information to know exactly what to do. Okay. I'll pick another card real quick. I want to pick somebody I don't know. Bob, number 19. Number 19 is, uh, I don't know them by heart. Well, if star is 17, then it's the sun card. The sun card. I used to know them by heart. I don't anymore. Okay, so the sun card speaks of uh, taking risks, um, something that you probably wanted to do as a child or you wanted to do a few years ago. It's got an infancy feeling in it for you. And it means that it's something that you may have started out with or just started putting seeds on or been thinking about. 
And now's the time to do it. There's something about your throat chakra with me with this. So it's about speaking your truth to yourself. If you're thinking you can't do it, so you have to rewrite beliefs. So if there's a belief in you that's like, I'm too old or I can't do it or I don't have enough money or this can't happen, you have to rewrite those beliefs because some of that may be true in your actual existence, but it doesn't have to stay true. You don't have to worry about necessarily how those things are going to work themselves out. As long as you start adopting a belief that they can work out, then the universe starts working with you and partnering up with you and starts working things out. It's like whenever I get into financial stuff where I'm like, ah, like this, I like have to surrender and I do my work around it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you got this money, you got that money. And it's like, oh, okay just release. But I do my work for it. You know, I do work whatever's on it. So the sun, it's this huge card in terms of moving forward, moving to your light, not allowing anything to block you in. So there's a lot of past energy you're moving past, past story, past belief systems, past existence. And it's inviting you to ride the magic of your life. So that's what I would say to that card. Now, the 19 is interesting because it's new beginnings into a whole new way of being with your soul, which equals a 10, which is also new beginnings. So go and read the card. And those of you in membership for your soul, definitely watch that particular lesson in the major arcana cards. All right, so that is it. It was, it, I would like to hear anybody who wants to, has a question for me, wants clarity. But what I want to invite you to do is to continue to work with your guide continue to breathe with your guide. In the next 24 hours, continue to work with that word. Continue to breathe that word into things and breathe that word into yourself. Work in that place in nature, envision that yourself is in it. Work with the animals, work with the celebrity, bring all that energy and you can wake up tomorrow morning and for five minutes, immerse yourself in all of this experience and you will have, I'm not gonna say a better day, you will have an interesting day. You will have an interesting day. And what you can do is you can see yourself in, the, in nature with your guide, with the thing in nature that mine was a tree, you know, with the animal, with the other animal, with the bird, you can see all of this happening and you can take a snapshot of it. And then you can bring that snapshot with you throughout the day and infuse it on things. And it'll have magic like that. What you're doing Everybody talks about these codes. I'm going to give you the codes. I'm going to give you the codes. This stuff activates your own codes. It activates yourself. Okay. I think one of my biggest missions this year is to really teach people how to empower themselves. All right. I am here to answer anything that you have. Any question, anything at all. It's 4.30. Well, it's going to go over. Oh, I might get in trouble with my podcast people. I'll figure it out. Who has a question for me? And I'd love to know your biggest takeaway from today in the chat. Anybody? Don't be shy. You can just unmute yourself. You don't have to raise your hand. Okay. Nobody? All right. I've never had that. When using a pendulum, is it your guide answering? It's a good question, Claudia. Um, my experience, I have to talk about my experience. I'm gonna mute you a second, Lisa, and then, okay, thank you. And then you can ask next. My experience with pendulums is, um, how do I answer this? 
yes. Because it's working through the physical experience into the deeper understanding, the deeper knowledge, the deeper wisdom. What I would suggest you do is ask that your guide assist you in the answers of the pendulum. Because if you're just using your own energy with the pendulum, it's not necessarily your guide behind it. The reason why I was gonna tell you is because I used to use a pendulum a lot and then I started manipulating it. So all I had to do was ask the pendulum a question and I would think yes in my head and the pendulum would swing yes. I had a, I loved it for a while. It was such a great tool. And then I got to a place where I manipulated it and I couldn't use it anymore because I couldn't get myself out of the way. So what I would almost do now, if I was to work with a pendulum, I would probably see my guide's hand lying over my hand and I would let, and I would focus on their hand. So I wasn't focused on my need or what my expectation or my result, what I wanted. And I would focus on their hand and I would ask the question and I would allow it to just them do their work. That's what I would do. Okay. Yeah. And it was interesting. I shared this story before because I was like, I knew I was manipulating it. And then I went and I was studying early on and Hans King was one of the teachers I studied with. And he said that he manipulated pendulums too. And I was like, oh good, I'm not alone. But I think they're an incredible tool. I really do. Okay. And I learned how to use a pendulum through Dee Wallace, who I think teaches it great. I know Tammy is Tammy Mastronardi is teaching a class right now, which, and I love Tammy. I think Tammy's phenomenal. So um, I support what she does. Mm. Lisa, you had a question. Yeah, so I, I see signs and synchronicity all the time. Um, I feel and like some of the signs I see, like I'll see five fours or I'll see five nines or I see a lot with numbers. Um, and things seem to be going really well and I almost get like a natural high from it. And then all of a sudden like wham, I get in my way and here I am self-sabotaging myself again. How do I stop myself from doing that? So I yeah, so it's a great question. And she also wrote the question in, which was great. And I'm going to read it. I see signs and synchronicities all the time. I almost get a high from it. I feel great about what I'm doing and where I'm going. And then wham, self-sabotage steps in. How do I make that stop? Here's the answer, Lisa. That self-sabotage is part of the synchronicity. It's what Ayunise was saying earlier. It's the opportunity to recognize that you're self-sabotaging something so you can bring a higher consciousness to the moment and you can start reworking those patterns and creating new patterns. So you may not recognize the self-sabotage for a day or week. So it used to be like three weeks, I fell down the rabbit hole and I'd be like, how, how did that happen? And I got to a point where I fell down the rabbit hole the last time and I said, I'm not doing that anymore. And I made a conscious decision to never fall down the rabbit hole, sabotage again. So then when the sabotage was coming up, I may not be able to stop it exactly in the moment, but I had an awareness of it, like a other part of me watching it. And that's the information you need because we don't want to discredit the part of us that knew how to survive. We want to learn how to work with that part of ourselves and heal it into something greater. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Okay, great. For me, everything is information. And I, I was so happy it was um, I, Andrea Andre, who's one of the, she wrote a story in the book and she shared when she unpacked the book, it was a real exciting moment for her because she was an author and she wrote and she's on the cover. 
and she was sharing her experience with it. And then she was sharing her experience with me. Now she's had other teachers that she loves, but the way she shared her experience with me really touched my heart because she said something that is my MO, you're the instrument. She said, Marilyn really taught me that I am the instrument. So if you can all walk around thinking that you are the instrument, then everything that you're relating to or having an experience with, it's part of your makeup. It teaches you how you see, how you hear, how you feel, how you sense, how you know, how you react. And it doesn't, it doesn't go into the same sense of manipulating Claudia. It's not about that. It's about knowing yourself to such a deep level that when that elephant shows up or when that bird shows up or when that hummingbird shows up, you are in communication based on your own physical being. What does this mean for my life? What, what is this, how is this playing my instrument? How is it playing my heart right now? What is it telling me I need to know? So if every single thing in our world is information for us, can you see how that empowers you and also starts giving you, you're, you're the one who's riding the journey. You're the one who gets to decide what to do. Now there's way too much of like, there's so much coming through me. And I noticed this yesterday in the SAS experience, there's so much I want to teach, but it's impossible to teach it all together. But I also feel that what I'm saying, they're working through my vibration. They're working through me. So even if it's not getting into my words, it's getting into energy and you guys are taking in what you like and leaving the rest. I'm not manipulating anything. I don't do that. Um, okay. I saw one other hand raised. Le Hi. Leone. How do you say your name, honey? No, it's Lisa Leone that was just in there. Um, hi, Lisa. Hi. Sorry, I'm off camera because I That's had okay. surgery yesterday. So. Oh, wait. Did you? Are you the one who had hip surgery? No, I'm the one who had surgery yesterday. And I thought, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it today. But Yeah. Okay. I hope you're feeling okay, honey. I am. I just had hip surgery. So yeah, that's what I thought. It's pretty good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. All right. I'm sure you're on some good drugs. So go ahead. Ask the question. I know. Exactly. I am. Um, trust is a big, like to trust, you know, and I realize this goes back to as a, as a child and why I don't trust a lot of things or, but I realize it also comes all these years. I'm like, Oh, it's also about trusting yourself. You're not trusting mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I have some guys I've been working with for a while and trust them, but there's still, there's always that little suspicion, <laughs> like yeah. that little voice. So can I give you a technique that truly changed my life and changes a lot of my students' lives? And if it doesn't answer your question, I forgot 444, 444. So Lisa, tell me if this is, cause I think I know your question. And if I don't, then please clarify. Yeah. I want you to just trust the 30 days. That's it. So what mm. you're going to, and you're right about the trusting yourself part, because the trusting them, that's the surrender, right? That's where we go. I'm just trusting you. I'm just going to trust you. So anytime self-doubt comes in, Marilyn said, I have to trust for 30 days. I'm on day two. I've got 28 days left. I'm trusting yeah. you. And what happens a lot of times when people do that is they're like blown away because the thing that is in them that's telling them it's not true, you're making this up, whatever that story is that we were told, 
it starts diminishing and the voice of trust becomes louder and then proof starts exi- starts coming in. Right. And then, yeah. what it, and the trusting yourself is super powerful. That's something that I'm actually doing in the SAS experience. Let, take that on as the next part. Well, just know, Spirit just said, no, wait. She's trusting herself to trust for 30 days. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I've been doing that trust exercise in the morning at night. I like it a lot. Do it throughout the day, sweetie. Yeah, do it throughout the day. Yeah. And what I teach in SAS in Soulfinder Academy is I have them set their alarm for like five times during the day at random times. Even if they know they're going to be in a meeting, I'm like, you're not allowed to decide, oh, I'm going to be in a meeting in this time. The alarm can't go off. The alarm goes off. Apologize to everyone. I teach them something else with this. But what I want you to do is when that alarm came off, I trust. Notice what you're doing in the moment. It brings consciousness to the forefront. And then just say, I trust. Great. And if you do that for like three days, even, you're going to be like, the muscle is just going to be there. And you're going to see self-doubt wanting to creep in and say, self-doubt kept us safe. Self-doubt also was adopted by other people too. And I feel like what this whole, sorry, what you saying? I said, yes, big time. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like what this work has done for me, and I feel like this is why I'm so strong in my opinion about it. It helped me to gain my own confidence. It helped me to find out who I really was at the core, where I began and where I ended, not where my mother began and my brother. And, you know, like I got all those voices out of my body, out of my head, out of my life. Yeah. And I started identifying with my truth. Mm. And that to me is helps us to live I can't put into words everything that I feel like I'm here to do yet, but I do feel that the biggest thing I'm here to do is to help people believe in themselves because it took me so long and I'm still evolving through it to believe in myself and to accept myself fully for who I am. Okay. Yeah. Does that help you, honey? It's perfect. Is exactly the work that I've been on. So thank thank you you so much. I'm glad you got the confirmation. That means you have to trust yourself. Yeah, you just said exactly the work. Exactly. I love it. (laughs) Good. Thank you, honey. Feel better. Thank you. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a reading for everyone. I did a reading for a 444 yesterday, but I don't know that I want to do that one. Somebody give me a three digit number or you can all give me a three digit number and I'm going to pick one and it's going to be reading for everybody and even people listening on the podcast. And out of my soul stars, before I go, Dashka, Pauline, well, Linda's a soul star now too. Aonise, do either of you, any of you want to share your experience? Aonise, go ahead. Yeah, so, um, I mean, every single time that we do one of these, whether membership here or anywhere within your programs, Marilyn, it's amazing because my question was, what do I need to know about my healing with my dog's passing? That has been like, you know, it's, I mean, it's only been 15 days. I'm like, if you would have told me, you know, that I would be okay. I'm like, no, I'm going to be a mess. And, and it's because of the tools and techniques that you've instructed us and you've empowered to have that toolbox to be able to take out this. No, I'm not going to get into depression. I'm not going to get into vices. I'm not going to start drinking. I'm not going to start. I'm like, it's all those things that you've taught us that we can get creative and, you know, bringing in the energy of Caesar Milan, you know, calm confidence Mm -hmm. and then living gratitude, creativity, and love, um, bringing in Rinton Tin. I mean, it's just like, it's always dog based, but at the end of the day, 
um, like they were showing me the symbol of the matrix when Neil walks into the kitchen to see the oracle. It was like, you already know. You have to decide if you're the one. You have to decide what your gifts are. You have to decide, do you take on this creativity? Do you take on the challenge? Do you take on the work? Do you take on the excitement of just moving yourself forward? Because you are your own instrument. I mean, it's just, we keep talking about using the whole body, the whole experience as the instrument. And I wouldn't be able to, I would be pancake to the floor right now, probably having a Klondike moment, eating Klondikes like no tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm not there. I'm like, also help me, you know, with the grieving of Evie, but he has empowered me to be strong today. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I take that with gratitude. Of course, you know, as me. Being you got a person, song? I got a song. Okay. Um, so it's Let Freedom Ring. And what really, and I looked at this song because there's a couple of versions on YouTube, but the one that I found was, um, it says, let freedom ring whenever the mind knows what it means to be in chains. Let freedom ring whenever the heart knows pain. Let freedom echo through the lonely streets where prisons have no key. We can be free when we sing, let freedom ring. So it's our choice again. It's our choice to be free. It's our choice to, there are no keys. There is no prison. We create our prison in our mind, which creates our reality. Beautiful. Thank you, Anise. I was going to ask you if you had a song. Anise gets songs all the time. She's a great reader, amazing reader. Thank you so much for that, Anise. And I'm sending you so much love, honey. And I love that Let Freedom Ring. Love that. Love what you said. And I and something she said, and I'm going to go into the reading. I picked a 816 because that was the number that jumped out at me. This is a reading for all of you. And before I go into that, something that Anise said that I love was we have the choice. And that's the thing I've been learning, like really adopting this year is I get to decide. I'm deciding to have the life I desire. I'm deciding to be abundant. I am deciding to be a great teacher. I'm deciding to touch as many people as I possibly can without ego. So you get to decide all of those things. Okay, so think of, you went through this whole process. You started out with a question. I have to apologize to Ricky who who produces this. So sorry, Ricky because it's going longer than an hour. Um, You already had that question. You went through this whole process with me. There's usually another question that comes up or even if it's like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to apply this to my life or how this will change my life or how can I adopt it more? Whatever question you have, just think of that now and I'm gonna do a reading for everybody on this, on that question. So spirit is making me feel like the heart opening thing exercise that we started with in the beginning is the way that they want you to lead your life. It doesn't mean that you have to protect yourself any longer. It's the only way to lead. And by opening your heart up, you're actually expanding your wings to touch so many people. The aid is for those of you who are thinking about creating a business in the spiritual arts. And they're asking you to own that and to adopt it and to make it your own and to not be like anyone else. You don't need to. It doesn't mean that you can't read material, watch material and adopt something from it because it has touched your soul. And then you make it your own and you teach others because the more people that get these messages out, the more people that get this information out, the more lives you're going to touch. The eight also represents a strength card and it's a strength inside of all of you that is being drawn out of you. And they're showing the adaptable coming out of your body. And that daffodil represents light because when you look at the daffodil's face, it's your own faces, it's shining light on your face and it's allowing yourself to be seen and heard, but nobody can see and hear you until you see and hear yourselves. 
The eight is about infinity. This is your birthright. It's owning it. It's owning what you desire to do. Stop telling yourself you can't do it. Instead, tell yourself, I can. Remind yourself of who you are, your truth. Tap yourself on the shoulder every single day and remind yourself that you did it, that you showed up, that you've been working on yourself. Don't, don't find the word, evaluate yourself where you're always losing. Instead, lift yourself up. The one is about new beginnings. You're all entering into a new path, a new journey. It's an exciting journey. It's an exciting journey where you're deciding to meet the path. You're actually been on this path and it's a little bit dark and then it gets bright. There's a lot of yellow. And you're actually choosing to take all of you and to enter into this path and start these new beginnings. And there's gonna be new things coming in. It's gonna be new locations, new homes, new relationships, new loves. And they're asking that you plant some type of seed or flower, or just even buy yourself flowers to remind yourself of the beauty that you're on. And then the six is about family, friends, and community. It's about finding light-minded community that really speaks to your heart. You may be creating a community that speaks to people's hearts because you can't find one. Spirit invites you to do that, to get out and find people that see and hear you and celebrate you or create the groups where people see, or, see and hear and celebrate each other. It equals a 15, which is also new beginnings. But I also feel it represents January in this reading. So I feel like whatever you do from now until January, whenever you're listening to this, it is very important that you remind yourself of your worth. You accept yourself fully and make decisions from that place as best you can, because humanness happens. So when that experience happens where you think you're self-sabotaging, forgive yourself, move forward, learn from it, and just, just move on. And then the five is about transformation and change, but it also has a May significance. So a lot of things are gonna shift in May in a beautiful way. And that again equals a six, which is all about bringing yourself home to your own guidance system, surrounding yourself with guides that applaud you, congratulate you and celebrate you and want you to keep moving forward. And that's where I'm gonna leave it. So you're all able to just move forward on your own paths, your own journeys. But I feel like the biggest significance is the eight inside my physical body. If everybody put an eight inside their physical body right now, and the eight is the infinity symbol. I have a tattoo of it actually. If you put an eight inside your physical body and I have my left hand on my heart and my right hand on my stomach above my navel, which is where clairsentience is for me, and my body feels really hot. What does the eight feel like for you? What word do you have? I got possibilities. What do you have? Hope, Anise said. Ooh, I just got so hot. That happens when you uh, vibrate high. Power, expansive. Great. I want to hear from everybody. I want everybody to put a word in. I don't know if our little druggie can um, type in. I'm kidding about the uh, hip surgery and the drugs. I, <laughs> I can't find the chat on the phone. So what's your word? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, forever moving and changing. 
Beautiful. So we have power, expansive, abundance, forever moving, changing, free. Okay, so I'm going to unmute you all. And when I count to three, what is your word, Tashka? Sorry, I can't type. Uh, reassured. Reassured. I was like, I don't know that word, abundance. Sorry. That's okay. So when I thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for buying the book. If you feel comfortable with it, I'd love for you to review it on Amazon. It would mean the world to me. Um, you can use an alias name if you want to, but it would really mean a lot. Share it with your friends and um, share my podcast too. I feel like they're great opportunities for people to get a taste of my work. And uh, I love, like, I'm just loving the feedback. It means the world to me. So what I'm going to do is count to three and we're all going to say a word out loud and that's how we're going to end. And I want to thank all of you for everything, for just being part of my world. Thank you. Um, and for doing your magic in the world too. That means the world to me because it's not about me. It's about all of us branching out like a domino effect into this world and doing our work. So I want to thank all of you for being the magic that you are. Um, so glad, Lisa. Okay, so I'm going to count to three and we're all going to say our word. One, two, three. Forever oh. moving and changing. Possibility. Love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And thank you for those who thank share you. it. I really appreciate it. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.